0: welcome. You are listening to Not Just a Rainbow with Catherine Cager. All right. Today, I am going to tell you my modest opinion on an interesting topic you probably will love. Sydney World Pride 2023 gathered this March with the slogan, Gather, Dream, Amplify, to show that pride is about more than just a party and a parade. It highlighted the importance of Indigenous First Nations people as well as the LGBTQ community in Australia. Of course, there were still some fun events such as concerts and parties, but the main focus was on the history and recognition of the LGBTQ community. Sydney Mardi Gras is a huge pride celebration and a reminder of the first major fight for LGBTQ rights in the country. It looks a bit different compared to other Mardi Gras events found around the globe. The two week extravaganza of Sydney World Pride and Sydney Mardi Gras is something special. There's history, culture, activism, and reflection, not to mention some outrageous events and costumes. Plus, you've got your artists, drag queens, and hot guys in speedos and budgie smugglers, all shapes and sizes, and all kinds of deliciousness. The Sydney Mardi Gras has come a long way since it started out as the city's own version of the Stonewall Riots. On June 24, 1978, a small group gathered for a permitted march on Oxford Street, but when they decided to head to King's Cross, the police got aggressive and started arresting and beating people. Thousands of people protested the police actions and anti-LGBTQ laws in the weeks that followed, and Mardi Gras became the symbol of the LGBTQ community's fight. The brave people who took part in these events are still known as the 78 heirs, and are widely celebrated during Mardi Gras and World Pride. Australia's history goes way back before Oxford Street in 1978 and even before Dutch navigator Willem Janszoon reached the Cape York Peninsula in 1606. The Aboriginal people have been around for at least 65,000 years, which makes them the oldest living culture in the world. Sydney World Pride honored this rich culture and history by including special events and exhibitions in its two-week celebration. At the start of everything, we paid our respects to the Gadigal, Camaragal, Bidigal, Derug, Darawal, and Awabakal people and Torres Strait Islanders for their traditional responsibility for the land. Sydney World Pride went beyond just offering a quick mention of their past and their part in it. The Human Rights Conference hosted a diverse group of people, including First Nations elders and leaders, LGBTQ plus activists, policymakers, and experts from across the globe. Additionally, indigenous art was showcased in various museums and venues throughout the city alongside artwork from other Australian artists. The Powerhouse Museum put on shows to show off the works of Pacifica, Asian, and F.A. Afafin, Samoa's third gender, artist and photographer Yuki Kihara with Paradise Camp. They took paintings by French post-impressionist Paul Gauguin believed to have been inspired by Samoa and made them into 12 photos modeled by Kihara. The Big Art Gallery of New South Wales had a huge exhibit of Aboriginal art, and a small one at the Bumali Aboriginal Artists Cooperative had Black Books' new book of poems from First Nations LGBTQIA plus writers called Nangame Manajurali, Dream, Gather, Amplify. You can get the book on Amazon or Black Books and all the money from sales will go to their out loud First Nations LGBTQIA plus story and writing program. Finally, the Black and Deadly First Nations Gala Concert took center stage at the Sydney Concert Hall with LGBTQ plus Aboriginal and First Nations artists. Stephen Fab Original Oliver was the sassy host and the show included performances from Jessica Mowboy, Electric Fields, Casey Donovan, and Queen Kong. Sydney World Pride also showcased some awesome Aussie artists from the past and present. The Powerhouse Museum totally kicked things up a notch with Absolutely Queer, an exhibit featuring the colourful works of nine queer artists, plus some original pieces from the late Australian fashion designer Carla Zampati, including her famous 1978 Ford Lancer. The Art Gallery of New South Wales recently put on an exhibit spotlighting works by LGBTQ plus Aussie artists that were already in their collections. It was called Queering the Collection and included Sidney Long's 1894 painting by Tranquil Waters, which showed new dudes bathing in Sydney's Cook River. And then there was Janet Cumbry Stewart's 1917 piece The Model Disrobing, she was a lesbian and eventually ended up in a long-term relationship with a European bohemian. They also looked at Australia's 19th-century bushrangers, outlaws who robbed stagecoaches but were less violent to civilians than the ones in America. Interestingly, one of those bushrangers, Captain Moonlight, was apparently gay and was said to have wept at the death of his suspected lover, kissed him passionately while he was dying, then wrote a letter professing his love for him at his own execution. The celebrations for World Pride began with an amazing show at The Domain, a grassy 84-acre area at the Royal Botanical Gardens. Courtney Act, Jessica Mauboy, and Charlie XCX all performed, and the crowd was super excited when Kylie Minogue and her sister Danny sang All the Lovers Together. Then, there was the Mardi Gras Kaftana pool party at the Ivy Club with lots of fun, drinks, and dancing. And finally, the Sissy Ball at the Sydney Town Hall featured Australia's ballroom scene. Everybody had a blast. At Bondi Beach, the fun never stops. Thousands of people dressed in their best beachwear showed up to dance to an all-Australian lineup of DJs. And if that's not enough some of the boldest members of the crowd were strutting their stuff in their teeny-tiny swimmers. It was a total meat market, with something for everyone. The LGBTQ community was also represented, there was Ultraviolet, the premier event for gay women, at Bar 83 atop the Sydney Tower, so lesbians could have their own space to party. DJ Veda Guilerman, Jess Hill, Jess War, Beck Sandridge, Okinio, and Peaches kept the crowd dancing all night long. It was a party atmosphere at the Enmore Theatre in Newton for Mardi Gras Laugh Out Loud, with host Ruben K. dazzling the audience with his jokes, even the one that made national news. He looked great in his makeup and red jumpsuit too. Other hilarious performers included Dotsa and Keefe, Rosie Piper, Rudy Lee Torres, and Spanky Jackson. Then, to close out Sydney World Pride, around 50,000 people got together and marched across the Sydney Harbour Bridge in their Pride gear, and 120,000 people enjoyed the Rainbow Republic closing concert with Ava Max, Kim Petras, Muna, and Keenan Lonsdale. Sydney really showed off its world-class status, with plenty of food, nightlife, culture, and natural beauty, making it worth a visit any time of year. That's all. I hope you enjoy today's topic. Share my podcast with your friends and see you. All the best. Bye-bye.